Oh, that sweet, sweet theme comes in, and you know exactly what you're going to be in store for. It's a new episode of Earth 894, a Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast hosted by one of your wonderful co-hosts, if I do so say so myself. My name's Devin. Welcome to the show, everyone. This is the podcast where we talk about all the great news, do some reviews, and add our own personal commentary about everything that has to do with the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Joining me in this episode as we kind of venture on into everything marvelous in the world and pop culture is none other than the wonderful, the amazing, the spectacular, the fantastic Louis Tonnerini. Oh, yeah. And apparently he's a Kool-Aid man variant today. <laughs> How's it going, Louie? You don't get to be this big and jolly without being the uh, Kool-Aid man variant every day. Devin. You know, now that's a good way to look into it. I appreciate it. That's awesome. Well, good stuff, man. Glad you have it in the week. So for those if uh, that might be your first time listening to the podcast, we always like to kick things off before we go into our main topic of discussion or whatever we're going to focus the episode on if uh, just kind of catching up between Louie and I. So this is where we talk about our favorite thing in the world, pretty much anything that's been Marvel in our uh, week, weekend, since we last spoke and recorded. So... Without further ado, let's kick it to MCU4U. Oh, yeah. So, Louie, what has been MCU for you? So much. So very much. And not that much. Um, <laughs> so, I frequent TikTok a lot because I'm that kind of guy. And I keep seeing certain channels will just do... Uh, what's called Akinator on their on their Akinator? Little, yeah, it's called Akinator on on their Alexa. Oh, okay, I remember now. And it's listening to me now cuz I said her name. <laughs> um so you say that and you say activate Akinator and she goes, "I know who you're thinking of." And so I've been just using every person I can think of and uh Now, do you know why it's referred to as the Akinator? I have no idea. Cuz the first thing I thought I thought of was literally a Baconator. Uh, Wendy's. Makes me think of Anakin Skywalker, to be honest with you. But I tried, like, you know, simple ones and funny ones. And I was like, you know, obviously she'll know certain things, but I want to see how many questions it takes. So I did Deadpool. I did Wolverine on, on our TikTok. I thought that was funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, but But she's like, oh. Does he have to do with spiders? And you're like, no, you idiot. And then she's like, well, does he have claws? And you're like, damn it. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty amusing to watch. Yes. And she goes, is it Wolverine? I was like, We're getting Wolverine. <laughs> <laughs> so that was fun. Um, I did another one where I was trying to do Cap. But then she said, does he have dark hair? And Cap's hair changes. Like he starts with, with blondish, right. brownish hair. And then in Infinity War, he's got like the dark brown hair with the beard. And then, so I said, yeah. And then she was like, are you thinking of Bucky Barnes? And I said, I can't argue with you. I guess that's pretty close. <laughs> so I did that. I, um, I, uh, I bought new Funko Pops because I am, my name is Louis. Invested. My name, You're an invested collector. My name is Louis Tonarini and I'm addicted to Funko Pops. Hi, Louis. <laughs> Right, please don't laugh track me right now, man. Come on. <laughs> so uh, 
I bought a few of them. I pre-ordered one that I'm excited for, for some reason. But then a cool thing, I don't know. Oh, yeah, clips. We might have clips now, guys. Um, a cool thing is I helped my my very best friend in the world move over the weekend. And for my birthday in uh, August, he bought me a, a Red Guardian helmet. Mm-hmm. And then he learned that it is not painted. So he said, I'm going to paint it. And then he didn't. So I got this really cool helmet now. I was thinking about shaving off my beard because it drives me nuts, but I can't be the Red Guardian without a beard, right? I'll say, yeah, I don't think it it really fits the look. Maybe trim the beard a little bit, but... No, he's got this big... Because he's been in jail for so long, so now I'm just going to be like... Hold up. Let's let's do some comparison here, right? Um, So the Red Guardian... Henry calls this my skeleton helmet. So why the skeleton? Because it's white. Fair enough. <laughs> and he's two and dumb. All right. So as a comparison, let's uh let me pull this up real quick. I can't so remember can, can if okay. I cried. Did he nail the look? Did he nail the look? Let's find out. When I heard about his widowed bride, but something touched me deep inside. The day, the music died alrighty let's look at that so if we focus right here it's definitely got the longer beard so it's about touching the top portion of the star at that uh, point and I think you're probably there yeah, I probably need a little bit more but you know I got a couple months how long here. have you been growing this uh, current iteration of your beard too damn long man it drives me nuts <laughs> I'm like eating mustache every day. It's crazy. Nice. But yeah. I think you're pretty good. I think Red, you're pretty good though. I'm excited to be the Red Guardian and have nobody know who the Red Guardian is. That's pretty exciting for me. Well, now if you don't paint it red, people might think you're the Red Guardian. You know, like Vision and the Vision. No. <laughs> no. But it's going to be like, you're going to be Doctor Strange and Richard's probably going to dress up as somebody popular and then there's going to be Louis as the Red Guardian from Red Guardian. from that movie that people didn't like. People, I say, but I really liked it and I really liked Red Guardian, which is why Red Guardian wasn't in internals. Well, they didn't like that movie either, but <laughs> let's be fair. Oh, We're not knocking anyone, by the way. Everyone loves what they love. We love it all. I like Except rewatched a little bit of uh that movie, uh, Black Widow, and his helmet is like leather. Oh, is it? It looked it looked leathery to me, almost like yeah, a. It's got that shine, right? Almost like a, a wrestling mask. Ah, uh, you know, now that'd be cool if they do another line of the the wrestling Funko Pops. Do a wrestler version of the Red Guardian. Oh, nobody likes those, man. Come on. So what would that be? <laughs> um, let's see, Red Guardian. Espanol. The Rojo Pancho Villa. That's racist. I'm sorry. The red. Uh, it's basically Guardian Rojo. Hmm. But this is, uh, it's not the tilde. It's the other slanted accent mark above the A. Yeah, I don't know what it's The called. Guardian. Guardian Rojo. The Guardian Rojo. 
but they would pick a different one. They would call them like the Crimson Dynamo, but in Spanish or something, because they don't just take your name and make it. That does sound pretty cool, the Crimson Dynamo. Well, that's what uh, Yelena calls him. Ah, ooh. She said something, something, Crimson Dynamo. And he goes, it is, it is the Red Guardian. <laughs> what about the Fat Red Star? That's He's not fat. He's they call him fat. He's lovable. She's like, you got you got fat. <laughs> you smell really bad. <laughs> uh, hold on, I need to find translate. I'm so sorry. What's cool, man? What else has been MCU for you though? Sunday, my beautiful, lovely wife, who I love very much, went out for the first time since the baby was born. She went and got her nails done and hung out with a few friends from a wedding we went to not very long ago. And she had a splendid time. But since she went out, dad had the kids. And I think I did an okay job. Henry was fine. Ada was was okay too. Until she wasn't. And she started screaming and yelling. And oh my God, I was ready to I was ready to kill her. I was like, just stop. And Hannah was uh insistent on being home for her bedtime, but also didn't leave on time. So I had to like keep her up, which she was not happy about until she finally like fell asleep in my arms, which come to think of it, you know, I put Henry down and while I was doing that, she was screaming so loud. I couldn't hear Henry and he couldn't hear me reading the story. So I just took her downstairs and I put her in her swing and I strapped her in because I'm a responsible adult and I let her swing and she screamed in the swing. You can scream by yourself. I don't want to hear you. And I went back upstairs and I did my thing with Henry and then I came downstairs I turned on Avengers Endgame because she doesn't watch TV what does it matter to her I love Avengers Endgame so I turned it on that's my kid watching movie because it's long and it's entertaining and I can sit there and and if she's having a bad time at least I'm having a good time watching this movie (laughs) so I watched that and I was like you know it's a Sunday night and I'm exhausted it's already late I was like, well, I can't turn it off yet. The fight scene's about to happen. And then once the fight scene's over, you only got like 20 minutes left of the movie. And I was like, oh, hold on. You know, It's like 1130, which is late for me. And I was like, well, we got to wait until after this part anyway. Okay. <laughs> so, so I watched like 95% of Endgame the other day. Um, but yeah. I I continue to watch the 90s Spider-Man cartoon. I just told you off air. Uh, We now have Matt Murdock. In the cartoon, his dad was killed by Kingpin, which is interesting, honestly. Good stuff. Although, Devin, I've been rambling on for so long. Did you find the translate for for, uh, Fat Red Star or whatever you said? La Estrella Roja Gorda. Estrella... Roja Gorda. There you go. But he's, but he's a man, so it'd probably be a a Estrello Rojo Gordo instead of all the A's. But I don't know. I don't speak fluent Spanish. Apparently, does Google. So yeah, there you go. Yeah, you can't like make it masculine on Google. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> however, 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 Devin, my very good friend Devin, what has been MCU for you, my friend? Yeah, buddy. So for me, uh, I decided to uh, finally dive into the Marvel stuff. All right, let me get it right. It's the story so far, right? What is it called? 
While you look it up, I also watched The Assembled for Hawkeye. Oh, is it your first time watching it? Wow. Just throw me under the bus like a like a virgin, man. Yeah, it was my first time watching it. What do I look like? A guy that gets to watch what I want to watch? That doesn't happen. <laughs> Come on. That's fair. Uh, oh, yeah. So it's called The Story of Marvel Studios. It's that gigantic two-volume set that's literally a brick. Um, I got it uh, last year, at the end of the year when it came out, and I have not opened it once other than just trying to take a photo of it. So basically it tells the whole like MCU year by year. And one of the first years is filming up to Iron Man. So I've only gotten a few pages in, but it's really cool already seeing like the foreword by Kevin Feige, as well as um, them talking a little bit about behind the scenes and seeing some cool photos here and there. So I'm uh, trying to kind of like, you know, if I have time just by myself and just watch out a little bit, I'm actually trying to read a book and just throwing some like music on the background. I'm really always listening to soundtracks, so Marvel soundtracks or trying to rewatch some of these older films as I'm reading about them. Be kind of fun too. So I've been trying to dabble in that. So of course I was watching uh, Civil War from where I picked up last time and just kind of started reading the book a bit. Great movie. And then on the side, I'm also trying to really get caught up to some like big comic events too. So. Right now, I'm in the middle of trying to read uh, Secret Wars, which has been pretty cool. <laughs> but one thing that just cracks me up is like um, that classic, like 60s, that almost like mid to late 80s kind of dialogue where everyone's over explaining everything or just like the the quippiness of everything. So it's kind of refreshing just to kind of go back and see that retro verbiage and communication. Um, but aside from that, that's pretty much it. Rock and roll, man. Did you watch The Assembled for Eternals? Oh, thank you. I did watch The Eternals Assembled. And it was pretty good. And actually, you know, you and I were going to try and do an Eternals review. We just haven't had the chance to do it yet. And it's kind of out of our phase right now. So it's in the roadmap. But I did watch it. And it made me appreciate Eternals a bit more. I wasn't really looking forward to rewatching it all that much. Just because it's... You know, it's clear as day that it's not the most typical cookie-cutter, formulaic uh, MCU film. It has a lot more of uniqueness. It's a little bit slower because it has more of that art house feel to it with Chloe Zhao. Um, But the movie itself, like, everyone is super passionate about it who's involved from the cast and crew. And they do a whole breakdown of how they made all their costumes. And it's crazy. All the thought and uh, the process to actually create those because it's definitely not cheap and... It's not fast to do all the creation stuff, too. So uh, I highly recommend checking out The Assembled, even if you're not the biggest fan of the movie, just because it's really interesting to learn more about the, the film if you're into behind-the-scenes stuff. So I recommend it. Rock Good and roll. Up. Rock and roll, man. Okay. So with that out of the way, let's transition into what's been going on with the actual Marvel Cinematic Universe and adjacent with talking about the news. So (laughs) it feels like every time we record, there's always Spider-Man news, right? Spider-Man, Spider-Man. Literally always Spider-Man news. So one of the big things right now, there's been a lot of cool behind-the-scenes photos that they're showing to help promote the digital and Blu-ray releases for Spider-Man No Way Home. 
So some of the cool photos out there, you should go check it out. We might have a couple on our page too, at Earth894 Podcast on Instagram. A lot of cool photos of uh, all three Peters all doing the uh, recreation of the meme, as well as just other behind-the-scenes photos and like gag reels and stuff. So go check that out. But the big highlight from all that, they actually laid out what's going to be on the bonus material as well as the dates for when digital release and then Blu-ray release. So for No Way Home, you can actually uh, stream it and do all that fun digital stuff on March 22nd. And then on April 12th, that's when the 4K Ultra HD and Blu-ray are released. So unfortunately, you got a few more weeks until you get that nice, sweet physical copy. If you're like me and Louie, that's probably what you're digital. I mean, what you're probably going for. But uh, Louie, you were saying you might actually go for the digital release version. I'll probably do both because I'm addicted to things. Where is it? There they are. There's all my movies and games. Heck yeah. I already pre-ordered the Blu-ray on Amazon. So the day it comes out, it'll be at my house. I usually go to my local Target and pick them up because usually like Target and um, Best Buy have like good steelbook versions of the movies I get because I get every Star Wars film that comes out. Um, And they usually have like pretty much the same bonus content, but some are a little bit different here and there. But I don't know. I'm a little bougie. My local Target is always sold out of everything. Wow. Like, they have an Eternals uh, display. Mm-hmm. No Eternals movies at all. <laughs> like, <laughs> great. Jeez. Come to come to my Target. It has a little bit better stock. Here's an Eternals display with Encanto. <laughs> it's like, I'm not buying Encanto, man. Right. So, on the, the release itself, what they're going to have for bonus materials, they, of course, have the which I'm looking forward to the most is bloopers and a gag reel. There's alternate reality Easter eggs. Then seven behind the scene featurettes. So it's going to be action choreography across the multiverse, a multiverse of miscreants, a spectacular spider journey with Tom Holland, enter strange graduation day realities collide spiders unite weaving John Watts web. Then there are two special panels, which this is going to be really cool. So they're doing the Sinister Summit. It's a villains panel, which will have, of course, William Defoe, Alfred Molina, and Jamie Foxx as they sit down for a roundtable discussion of their sinister characters. Then there's also a meeting of the spiders, which, of course, it's your heroes. You're going to have all three Spider-Men, Holland, Garfield, and McGuire, sit around and do the same thing and talk about Peter, stunts, and skin-tight suits. Then also they have three stories from the Daily Bugle. They have the Spider-Menace Strikes Again, Spider-Sycophant, and Web of Lies. Then there are two stunt scenes, pre-visualization, so there's the apartment fight and then the shield fight. And then I guess on the DVD, they're also going to have two behind-the-scenes featurettes, which are going to have a spectacular spider journey with Tom Holland and then graduation day on it. I guess really it comes out to about 80 minutes of extra bonus material, so pretty much an hour and 40 minutes, or hour and 20 minutes of extra stuff, so it'll be fun. What is the shield fight? Well, I think they're talking about the end fight with Tom Holland version Spidey versus Goblin on the shield because it gets knocked down. Ah, uh, yes, yes. Yeah. Okay. Beep, Sorry, beep, beep. I've, I've only seen it the one time, sadly. Wow. So yeah. Hannah still hasn't seen it? No. Oh. I don't, I'm not, like, <clears throat> I don't condone uh, bootlegging. I also don't know how to bootleg things. <laughs> so I feel like one of these parts is heavily weighted in influencing the others to do or do not. No, I mean, like if I really, really wanted to, I could probably figure it out. But like also I probably shouldn't. 
for this film, I yeah, I don't think I'd want to watch a bootleg for the first time. Yeah, I have a friend that's like, oh, I got a really good bootleg, except for at the very end during like one of the climactic parts, you hear somebody sneeze or something, and I was like, no, why would you like? No, that's not what I want. So, man, that's something I forgot to bring up. Uh, so I won't go too much into it because it's gonna make me rant. I did Ooh. see Tom Holland in the theater this past weekend. I don't know if you guys know, but he's in a movie called, uh, and it's based off these video games from Sony called Uncharted. You know, it's it's making money. So I went to go see Uncharted, right? I only saw about 70% of that movie because the first 20 minutes, uh, I totally phased out because there were four separate people in the rows in front of me, all on their cell phones the entire time, full brightness. One woman was even shopping on her damn phone. <laughs> so I I get distracted by that stuff because I have ADHD, so I couldn't focus. I got frustrated. I complained to management twice. Yes, I had to pull out the inner Karen, and uh, nothing really got it taken care of, so I was a little displeased. So yeah, I uh, didn't really get to really focus on the movie, so it was okay. But moral of the story is, why are you going to spend money on a movie ticket that costs, no joke, 16 almost $17 for one seat just to scroll on your fucking phone? And how inconsiderate of an asshole do you have to be to literally not even realize that you're... Like I said, I didn't want to get too much in a rant. I'm sorry. Oh, don't worry about it, man. You're good. So don't be a prick, is what I'm saying. And if you're not a prick, and you actually respect other people in the movie theater, let us know, and we'll reward you with plenty of fucking stickers from Earth894 and give you a merch discount code when the time comes. Were you at the Oakbrook 12? I uh, will not confirm or deny. Yeah, I was at Oakbrook 12. and That sucks, uh, man. That's, you, that's I, love, our, I know, that's, that's like the only good movie theater, theater left. Don't, don't ruin the theater, man. Come on, guys. Well, now I know. Now I know. For future purposes... I will never buy tickets in row F because uh, it was in Dolby. That's the, so basically there's four rows on the floor and it slowly rises up, but it's rotated kind of like a uh, concaves. And then it goes up to the actual floor where there is then the the handicap seating. And then it raises up to the stairs and that's where all the rows go, like traditional auditorium seating. I was sitting in row F where basically that's where the railing's at. So you can still see everyone in front of you. If I went, one row backwards because of the way those seats are all designed i would not see anyone because there's nothing see-through and it has like that ledge so it would block out everyone in front of me so i wouldn't see moral story is i never also have to <laughs> i should never buy row f is that why you didn't post a uh, a blank out of 10 on on uh, Snapchat i was so pissed there? man i was literally so pissed yeah i always try and post like a movie i'm seeing and then i post my like blank out of 10 score at the end on my own like personal snapchat and everything and yep it ruined it for me was it so, so, was it sold out it wasn't selling out until like a couple days beforehand and then it got sold out i was gonna say why didn't you just move seats but if it was if the theater was sold out then yeah and plus i had a friend with me and i also had Alyssa too so it's like fair yeah i'm like i don't want to i don't like it's distracting me the most, but they were okay, so I'm not going to force them to, you know, dissatisfy their experience. But anyways, Spider-Man, it's coming to Blu-ray and all that fun stuff soon. Did you see how in an interview Tom Holland mentioned that one of the Spideys, he won't name who, had a fake butt in their suit? No, I did not. Yeah, so one of the Spideys has like a fake ass pretty much in their suit, you know, probably make them a little bit more muscular and look better. 
Toby. Hundred percent Toby. I agree. I think it has to be Toby because he's the oldest. And like looking at the suit and everything and the behind the scenes, it just it's very just he's not he's not muscular. He's older. Nothing against him, but I don't think he probably got a big train or anything for this movie to like prepare for it. And Andrew Garfield is just still young and very active. I mean, if you saw him in Tick Tick Boom, you'll know. And I think he's already got a nice butt as is. So. Well, there goes that game segment. I guess that's the end of the episode. So thank you for listening to Earth 8 9 4. <laughs> all right, so let's move on. So with digital and movies and streaming and everything, if you haven't heard, all the Marvel shows, which includes Daredevil, Jessica Jones, and the like on Netflix, are officially leaving Netflix at the end of the month. So February 28th. Iron Fist, uh, Luke I Cage. I all the Marvel Netflix shows. And The Defenders. Maybe you only said Daredevil and Jessica Jones and The Punisher. Yeah, I was saying like, yeah, those, yeah. There was an implied et cetera. Give them their due, man. Those are good shows, except for Defenders and Iron Fist. But yeah. still. Yeah. So basically, um, on Disney Plus in Canada, if you're in our uh, great neighbors up north, you have the pleasure of having all these shows going on Disney Plus. I think March, let's see here. Sixth. I think you, I think it was March sixth that you posted on our Instagram March page. Sixteenth, damn it! Hey, you had it close tonight, but yes, March sixteenth, twenty twenty two. All those shows are going to be on Disney Plus, which is wild. I wonder if they're gonna, sure they're violent. I wonder if they're going to water it down. Do you remember when they first launched Disney Plus? Splashes on there, the whole mermaid and whatever movie. Do you know that movie? No. So that was one of the things they're like, oh no, Disney Plus is already like censoring our our viewers. So there's a butt scene. The girl just jumps into the water. She's like, I don't know, because I think she just got her legs because she was a mermaid. So you get you get a nice butt, butt crack and all shot, right? Very very short lived, and it's older film, so it's like grainy. They actually went in and digitally made it, so I think her like ass almost gets completely covered by her hair and kind of like blurred out a little bit, and people were comparing it. And I just saw news headlines for a while. It was like, Disney, like, covering the crack and, like, stupid stuff like that. So if they went to that length to try and hide a little butt, I got to imagine they could potentially tamper with these shows. It's a pretty good way to have John Bernthal not sign on. Yeah. That's why people were talking for a while. They knew, like, Netflix was going to lose the rights to these shows after some time, and that's kind of what Disney was letting it just lapse so they could retain the rights and have control over it again, right? So Disney does own Hulu, and then there's all their Marvel shows already on there, like Runaways and um, what's the other one? Uh, <coughs> Smoke, and, uh, Smoke and Dagger? Cloak and Dagger. Cloak and Dagger, thank you. Runaway, I, Cloak and Dagger, is. I don't think that's on Disney+. Plus. No, it was on Hulu. Hulu, yeah. yeah Runaw- so- Runaways is on Hulu and Disney Plus. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so it is not it is not my favorite thing that I've watched. Yeah. Also, I, uh, oh, go ahead. I was gonna say so. It was people were speculating that these shows could go on Hulu, so then it's not like, you know, running the the water and family free content on Disney Plus. But at some point, <laughs> Disney Disney owns Fox stuff too. So they own Deadpool. They own aliens for christ's sake like what are you gonna we're gonna eventually put these on streaming because you're just sitting on like extra gold mine content so either they're gonna try and maybe do some sort of split where you can have like an adult 
kind of content section uh, on Disney Plus. So then it's like parental control, or do they just put it on Hulu? Which I hope they don't, because Hulu's app sucks on everything pretty much. <laughs> and I've been saying that for years, but then again, I don't pay for it, so <laughs> you get what you get, I guess. Yeah. Thanks, Spotify. Get what you pay for. Yeah, Disney Plus has Agent Carter. The did you say they added all the one shots? They did. I've never. Yeah. I haven't watched any of them. I watched them all except the Thor Ragnarok ones because I remember those pretty well. But yeah, I've never saw Hail to the King. I never saw the Iron Man one. I never saw any of them. I didn't know and that. I was... just sat down and yeah, watched them. Didn't know they were things. I didn't. Because yeah, I think they were DVD bonus extras only. Mm. But some of the like acting in them are so cheesy. There's one with Coulson and uh, I always forget his name from um, he was a shield agent and then they threw him out of car on the highway in Winter Soldier. He was one of the Hydra guys, bald dude, glasses. But is it Agent Sitwell? Sitwell, agent yeah, Sitwell. okay. Yeah. yeah, they're talking and their acting is just so stale. He looks it's like so that funny. Muppet. So uh, yeah, we're gonna have so much, so many shows. On Disney Plus now. It's going to be wild. You know what's even wild, too, is like, we're getting closer to Moon Knight. Yeah, it's going to be freaking great. Next month. Next month. Yeah, technically next month, but it's like the very end of next month. Yeah, March 30th. So we have a week, pretty much like uh, five weeks until then. Sit well right there. <laughs> it kind of does. Oh, okay, I, I see it now. Agent Sitwell. No, that's yeah. funny. I couldn't think of the Muppet's name. Doesn't that Muppet not talk? Doctor, or am I thinking of a different one? Dr. Bunsen Honeydew. I think he just goes... Yeah. That's funny as hell. All right. So one of the last pieces of news here, and this is a surprise for Louie. So sometimes toys can leak. And we get images and little promo uh, photos that usually stores have on their website and apps and stuff. They give us a glimpse of them. Something. Them, 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 them. They give us a glimpse into Sounds the Sounds like a Funko movies. thing you're doing here, buddy. Sounds like it's going to be a Funko thing. <laughs> it's not. Hey, hey. You know who usually leaks it first? Legos. Lego and Hasbro. Yeah. So if you guys recall, we started seeing new Spidey suits for No Way Home from... Uh, action figures, Hasbro, especially those Lego sets that had, uh, it was, um, you know, Strange's Basement and everything. We saw there was, there was like a monster in it and two. It was like, they put a label on these boxes saying, inspired by. They're all some like loose cannon, just random stuff, right? However, so Thor Love and Thunder, there's some promo I have on my screen right now. I'm not going to show Louie. But I will say, I will say, remember that day where out of the blue, the official poster, quote unquote, for Thor Love and Thunder just totally leaked. And then I scrambled, I posted about it. Everyone and their mother in a podcast and a microphone were posting about it too, showing like the new poster and all yada yada. Do you remember that? Yes. And then I felt like a total jackass because a couple days later, Taiko Waititi just tweets saying, LOL, uh... As ugly as that poster is, it's, I can confirm it's not real. Anywho, as I look at this promo material, official packaging from Hasbro and Lego, I see a lot of similarities in these specific characters, art, design, colors, apparel, 
everything from that quote unquote not official leaked fan made blah blah poster. So I think it actually did leak, and Taika was trying to be like, "Oh yeah, that the, the poster's crap." And then meanwhile, the person who probably designed it was like, "It's not my fault it leaked. Do you really think it's bad?" Right. Oh man. Fired also, it could again. be a store like poster. Same thing happened with Star Wars. I think it was the Rise of Skywalker, where there was a promo photo that looked like a movie poster, but it was really like what they put at Target, like in the end caps, um, or like the end aisle stuff, where they have like their own kind of display and it looks like a movie poster sometimes so it could be that could be that because there's a lot of stuff like compressed but yeah i'm looking at some stuff right now and i'm not gonna lie the toys look kind of cool so someone on tiktok i don't even know who said that we're supposed to get a thor love and thunder uh trailer pretty soon here huh yeah there is some speculation that it was even gonna show up in the super bowl but i feel like that was way too big to throw that and doctor strange plus moon knight that would have been way too, just way too much of a content dump. But I agree, we have to be getting something for Thor: Love and Thunder soon. When does that it come out? Comes out July eighth. July. It's only two months after, two months and two days after Doctor Strange. That movie's gonna be sick. That movie's gonna be so good, no matter what. Yeah. I saw I saw a picture of uh, I'll never remember his name, but the uh, Christian Bale character. He looked pretty terrifying. Oh, I haven't even seen him. The monster god, the Lovecraft god. I can't remember. I can't remember what Gore. it was. Gore, the monster of madness. Gore, the god butcher. God butcher. That's what I said the first oh. time. I'm, all right, I'm scrolling through. I'm looking at some merch. See what he looks like. Ooh. Pretty he creepy. Looks, looks like Voldemort. Same. Same. There's so many comics. Okay, I'm at this. All right, so a little off the path, but it kind of, it, it leads into my question, right? A lot of these movies, of course, have source material with the comics and shows and all like that. So the Batman is coming out right around the corner in the beginning of March. March 3rd, right? Yeah, and dude, it's already sold out. I wasn't thinking about going, but then I wanted to go because of the hype, and now I might not be able to, <laughs> which is okay. So I uh, heard that if you read The Long Halloween, that comic art of uh, Bat- Batman, it may have actually pretty much been already given you the entire plot of the movie, which isn't like saying like, oh no, they ruined it or yada yada because it's source material for a reason, which makes me kind of hesitant. Do I want to try and read the Almighty Thor comic line with Jane Foster and everything before seeing this movie or should I wait and read it afterwards because Taika even tweeted recently like how that storyline and everything in the comics is so full of emotion and so thrilling and just it's a great story and that's what really pretty much inspired this movie and is bringing back Jane Foster so Louie do you think it's okay to read or would you say hell no dude stay away from that comic just in case it does spoil the movie for you you sit on Reddit all day long anyway. <laughs> yeah, I do. So what does it matter? Like, read it. You you, you should read it. Think um, so? Ooh. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's going to be a complete rip from the comic anyway. Right, right. So I think it'd be fine regardless, but yeah, go ahead and read it, man. 
I think I will. I'm going to add it to my many piled up digital backlog in the Marvel Limited app. I really need to read Secret Wars, finish the damn Matt Fraction run of Hawkeye already, and then uh, I need to read something for Doctor Strange. Or, I don't know. Maybe I'll come up with like a little list of like what I recommend to try and read before going into seeing some of these movies. That means I need to start doing some reading. Sounds like you're going to be the comic book guy. I guess I have to bear this burden. Force myself into it, right? Oh. That's pretty much it for the news, man. That was the news. Today on Earth 894, our main topic, we won't spend too much crazy time, but as I said earlier, I watched Endgame Sunday, or most of it anyway, and that movie is so damn good. Do you agree? Do I agree that it's a damn good movie? So damn good. So damn good. How many yeah. How many O's and so? Uh, maybe 30... Six thirty-seven, maybe. Not three thousand. No. <laughs> no, uh, I do agree. It is. It I is so damn good. I didn't think of three thousand because I'm dumb. So, <clears throat> I was watching it, and like I said, that's my my holding a baby watching movie, and um, just what like thinking of little things that you don't really pay too much attention to when you're watching it. I was like. This movie is just phenomenal. Like, mm-hmm. I was talking to you off screen, and for my money, Dark Horse MVP of that movie is Nebula. You know, Nebula, MVP. Dark Horse MVP. Not, I'm not like obviously MVP is is Captain mm. America grabbing Mjolnir, making everybody go freaking crazy, right? Like, that was the best part of the whole movie, but. Nebula is very, very good wherever she's at in that movie. You know, be it giving Tony the last bit of food or, like, covering him up so he can die warm in space. Like, it was crazy, like, just crazy. And she, I think she's a humanoid thing, so she would have died as well. Yeah. So, but she was giving everything to Tony because, you know, he looked god awful and so that was cool and then oh excuse me she comes back and her and rocket are hanging out and you know they have a a bumpy past anyway you know she uh did she yeah she shot him she shot rocket in uh guardians 2 and they Mm -hmm. you know the ravagers took them and everything but now obviously everything's so much bigger and so they're like holding hands and that was nice and they end up on the same little squad uh, when they're reporting back to Nat. And then she gets teamed up with Rhodey. She does a good job with Rhodey when they go to Morag to get the Power Stone. You get a second Nebula in there that's like uh, 2014. Does that sound right? Yeah, 2014. 2014 Nebula, where she's still, like, super with Thanos. And then she was, like, going to kill Gamora or whatever. And she's like, I can't. He won't let me. I'm like, oh, my God. And then, and then current Nebula kills former Nebula. Mm-hmm. So is that murder or is that suicide? I think it's technically still murder because even though it's your own version of you, you didn't actually take your own 
like this is my life, you know, like Bon Jovi said. It's now or never. So that was just a little thing that I picked up was like, ne- like I don't think Nebula gets enough love in general, but also in that movie. Yeah, I I see your point. You know, I think it's part of uh, why Nebula stands out a little bit more too is because they did a really good job with actually pairing her with someone who can at least relate to her because the whole thing we've seen like throughout her arc, right? Through Guardians to Guardians Volume 2 and then uh, Infinity War and Endgame. The whole part is she's always been battling with Gamora because she just wanted, you know, she just wanted a sister and Thanos was pitting them against each other. So it made for like a really good redemption for her to really make a turn of her character in Endgame. And so seeing how she's helping uh, Tony, who's still a stranger at this point, you know, really hasn't had that much face time with him, but also still working with the team and then just trying to go through everything. But it really comes into play too once she's talking to uh, Rhodey and they can share how they're both, you know, not like they're not the original persons. Uh, even though she is, uh, I looked it up, she is a Lufamoid, which is our blue and purple skinned humanoid race. I thought she was Cree, but. Well, as far as a humanoid, I just meant she's like, she's a robot. You know, she looks like a robot. Yeah, so, she's a cyborg. Yeah. So. Like, would she just be fine without any oxygen? I doubt it. That's what I meant by humanoid anyway. Right. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I really wonder what's even, like, still original of her, or at least bio at this point, right? Yeah. You can see her expanded, and then my guess would have been her brain, and I don't know, but it doesn't look like it. Dead ass. That's the point. <laughs> Gross. I, could, I, could, I couldn't not say that right um the beginning scene is just so beautiful with with tony and nebula on the benatar the milano i think it's the benatar regardless where they're playing the little paper football yeah and it's like tony being a dad that he always wanted like congratulations you win and nebula having a dad that she's always wanted Mm-hmm. You know, something that you don't really think about. You think about it's just two strangers playing this game, but it's like, you know, Nebula's dad has been so incredibly bad to her her whole life. Now she's got this, like, father figure just playing a game with her. And then, yeah. like, she's getting so upset, and he's like, no, you win. Good job, you know? And she's just like, what? I I won? You know, freaking out about, about a, a paper football game, you know? I keep saying, right. you know, I'm sorry. But but I do know, Louie. It's okay. I do know. I'm sorry. I'm, it's You're good. I can hear it in my head, and I have to stop doing it. You know? So, so that was something that I really appreciated. Anyway, yeah. the, the whole Nebula thing, among other things. You know what's kind of interesting, too, is like at where we see her leave off with Gamora, I'm kind of curious how their dynamic is going to be because... That's a different Gamora who is a little bit, um, you know, she hasn't gone through the same shit that, uh, like, I'm going to call her Gamora Prime, the one that actually died on Vormir and everything. Rip. R.I.P. for sure. So it's at this point where now Gamora can actually be almost like mentored almost or kind of like looked up to 
or she can look up to Nebula a little bit. I don't know. It's going to be different. It's almost like their kind of roles are reversed a little bit where now Gamora has to really earn Nebula's respect and so forth, right? She seems to trust Nebula. Yeah. Even in her, you know, she doesn't really know her very well, but she seems to trust her enough to be like, you knew what I did or what I what I was planning right. on doing. So, like, explain, like, for instance, she knees Quill in the area and then knees him in both of his, his testicles, if you will. And, and then she goes, really, it's this one? And Nebula's like, well, it was him or a tree. <laughs> and, uh, All right. <laughs> so and then Quill's just laying there, like, crying. And I, th- I thought that was fun, you know. Damn it. Stop saying that, bro. Um, so I thought that was fun. She she trusts her, you know. She, she keeps going to her for advice. Like, she got her out of her chains. Uh, I don't think they were chains, but you know what I mean. Her restraints on Thanos' uh, ship and took her down to capture the other nebula in the Avengers compound. You mm. feel me? I feel you. I feel you, you know? Yeah, I'm sorry. It's, You're driving, good, man. it's driving me crazy. Very good. So you said his name earlier. We're going to say his name again. Who is worse at just doing their freaking plan? Is it Thanos or is it Voldemort? Voldemort. Voldemort's like, he's like, oh, you know, it's, we're going to do this thing. And then he just doesn't. And Voldemort's Tha- a punk bitch. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Voldemort is a punk bitch. You know. Like, he, okay. If we, <laughs> I said it again, but go on. If we. <laughs> okay, so if we're going to compare Voldemort in terms of, like, their plan and how it panned out and everything to Thanos. The key difference is at least Thanos can back up his fight. And he is feared, of course. People aren't, like, trembling to hear his name, but, like, he's strong, man. He is actually strong. And at least with him, you have an idea of why he's doing this whole plan to wipe out half the universe at random and finding it as, like, an act of, like, sympathy and people should rejoice. Like, it's like, uh, what did... um. I don't remember the exact quote that Sam says in the Falcon Winter Soldier on the plane about Zemo. He's like, uh, he's like, he's out of line, but he's got but a he's, point. Yeah. Yeah. That's what he or says. Or maybe it's reverse, right? He's, he's got a point, but he's out of line. Or, uh, yeah, whatever. No, so, you, you were right the first time because Zemo was talking about Marvin Gaye. And he goes, right. he's out of line, but he's got a point. Exactly. So it's like, you can kind of, people <laughs> even see it like Thanos was right on mugs and Hawkeye and stuff like that. The thing is, why doesn't Thanos do anything himself? Because he doesn't need to. Why does why does every king and ruler in he does need to? He does need to though. Well, I think that's where that's why is he he's sitting. He just sits there with his stupid sword, and he's just like, "Go get me the stones. I'm gonna sit here on my lazy purple ass." Get your ass in there and get the stones, man. 
obviously that's why you're losing all the time. Just well, look at look at every great ruler, and I say great with an asterisk, right? Look at every ruler in history, from human history to beyond. Look at how companies operate. I mean, would the CEO always go forth and do everything, but not their officers or vice presidents and people underneath them? Or just look at like armies too, right? The soldiers go in, they try and exhaust resources and, you know, they are expendable from the logistics standpoint. That's how war works, unfortunately. But you only send in like those big dogs until you absolutely need to. But if Thanos was the one doing all the work all the time, then I guess like he's not feared, right? Because you know he can. You know he can. But if you really want to be like on his team and respect him and everything, you have to show your work and your worth. Um, I mean, that's basically goes like, I'll do it myself. And that's part of also why they fail. As he should. But okay, as he should, but he didn't. And did he win? No. In hindsight? So there you go. That's just why he should do it the way, himself. But I'm saying that's that's dummy? also why there's a, that's the flaw you see in a lot of these big villains. They always rely too heavily because on their uh, like subordinates and people that uh, like oversee, because that's part of their hubris, right? Is because they're relying too much. They think they're too good, they're too strong, they're too powerful that they don't need to waste their time on this silly other like smaller conflicts. I mean, in hindsight, that's what really bites them in the ass. I mean, look at Voldemort. Voldemort was just Ex- an idiot. that's why I brought him up. Yeah. That's also, Voldemort. Him if there's anyone who wants a sympath, who can like, oh, Voldemort had a point. You should definitely avoid them because really it comes down to Aryan race kind of racism. He finds wizards, the superior race, and that humans should be or Muggles should be pretty much treated as dirt. Kill them off, and we're gonna rule over them. So if you find anyone who sympathizes with them, almost like the Thanos example, run. <laughs> uh, we live in. The United States of America, so they're no match here, Devin. I had to say Point that taken. while I had to say that while you were drinking your coffee or whatever, so you didn't start yelling immediately into my face. Um. So, here's the thing. Thanos at the beginning of the movie gets his head chopped off. Mm-hmm. Nebula sees that happen. Blood hits her in the face. Another good scene. Uh, another reason. I feel bad when that happened. It's another like another reason she's Nebula's like, I cool. can't win. She's like, "Oh, my dad is finally doing a thing," and then, bop, killed. His blood, like- his blood, her face, like crazy. So that happens. Some some other stuff happens, or as bad authors say, one thing leads to another, and. Nebula is on Morag in 2014, getting the Power Stone mm. when she's uh, hacked into or whatever. So Thanos sees himself in the future lose because of some mistakes that he made. And he gets his head cut off and he sees it. And he's like, all right, I have to, I have to do this better. And then he does not do do it better. Granted, if he had gone and got the stones himself, he would have won. The movie wouldn't have been a thing. Blah, oh, blah, blah. Yeah. But if you're trying to win, man, why are you just sitting on your ass? I keep saying ass, but it's just, what are you doing? He clearly should have just gone in there by himself. Flicked Clint in the face. 
flung him into the Chitari or whatever, taken the thing, the the uh, nano gauntlet, I think is what the, the official term mm-hmm. is, put it on his hand and called it a day. Instead, he chose to fight the three guys, which was just just my favorite thing. That's just my favorite thing. And yeah, it's just, it just, it, it made me so, it, it just makes me upset every time I watch it. He's just like, I'm going to rest. You go ahead and go get the stones for me. It's like, come on, man. Just, do, do you want to win? Do, do, you, do you not want to win? I'm, I'm, I'm confused here. And I know what you're saying. You know, the, the CEO of the company doesn't do all the work and everything. But if the CEO of the company looked into the future and said, oh, this company failed. Maybe I should do something differently so it doesn't fail and then just doesn't do it, then he can't be surprised when he fails. Come on now. Yep. So, yeah, that was that was just a little question I had for you. That's all. That's a good question, but you know also what it comes down to, Louis? If uh, the villain is doing everything, then it's probably going to be a shorter movie, probably more boring. So in terms of uh, just why does it happen? It's because they made it happen. Because they wrote it on the page, and that's how the script was made. <laughs> that's really what it comes down to sometimes. No, I know. It just drives me nuts. That's all. It drives me crazy. But yeah, Endgame, good-ass movie. Watched it the other day. Appreciated it. I kind of just wanted to fangirl about it. Uh, Endgame today. Do you have anything so, that you want to fangirl about, Devin? Uh, I never want to stop talking about Spider-Man. But uh, for Endgame for you, has it? I mean, given that you love it so dearly and it's just, you've seen it so many times, has it, as of lately, has your view of it changed at all given what you've seen over the last year from WandaVision all the way up to Spider-Man No Way Home? Has any of the newer things changed your view on the movie at all? I don't think so. I, don't, I Until you give me examples, I don't really know what you're trying to get at. But So, for example... Hawkeye and Wanda. Right after Wanda... Okay, let me back up. I guess there was apparently a deleted scene. I actually don't know if it's in the Endgame DVD extras or if it just never saw light of day. But basically, there was a deleted scene where I think they showed Wanda actually grabbing Vision's body or something like that. There's something to do with Vision. And so that was originally going to kind of tie into WandaVision. It's kind of the kickoff, so you know what's going on. But we see her more just sad uh, for the time being. But then also, there's Hawkeye, so you get to see his family and everything at the beginning all disappear with Endgame. And then we saw the full, like, Ronin, and then we saw more about the Ronin repercussions with his family. And also we know about his wife being a former uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. agent. So we kind of got a little bit more of connective tissue from that end funeral scene with like Hawkeye and uh, Wanda and everything. And then also we saw Falcon Winter Soldier, Sam officially taking up the mantle as Cap. So having that handoff scene with him and uh, Steve Rogers at the end of Endgame kind of plays more of a role now too. I don't think there's any other ones. Loki, well, also Loki, you know, you've seen what happened at the TVA and everything right after he took the Tesseract and noped the fuck out <laughs> in uh, that timeline. Yeah. So pretty much every movie has kind of had their own like split off from that movie into their shows too. So that's what kind of like made me ponder the question, what if your view may have changed a little bit since seeing some of these new shows? Like does it enrich or enhance your your viewing of Endgame now that you know 
kind of how it stemmed off in the multiverse, you know? Not specifically that I can think of. I, you know, I, I hold this movie very high anyway. Out of 10, you know, it gets a 10. Like, it's just an amazing movie. Where is it at on your top, uh, like, top 10 MCU films? See, it gets, it gets murky. I think Infinity War is a better movie, personally. That seems to be the popular opinion. But Endgame's probably, it's definitely in the top five. Yeah. If you're talking about movies that I like. I mean, it's, yeah, it's, what, it's your list. It's like what if, you rank is like your top. But it, it's hard because movies that I like, Thor Ragnarok, Guardians of the Galaxy are, are the top two. Mm-hmm. But Endgame is better than both of those movies. Um, it's certainly better than Guardians of the Galaxy. But top f- Thor, Ragnarok. Um, you don't have to list them all. I'm just kind of curious where you would like. Rank I know. I'm just trying. Right to, I'm just trying to think. Probably number five. Five. If I had to guess, and these are all five out of five for me. Mm-hmm. Is is Thor, uh, Far From Home, Guardians, Infinity War, End Game. Far From Home's up there. Oh, Far From Home was probably the best movie I've ever sat there and watched in my life. Far From Home, or you mean No Way Home? Uh, yeah, that one. No way home. Yeah, correct. <laughs> I'm sorry. In, in your defense, it literally is no way home. Far from home. Yeah. You're, so you're it's, correct. It's you're very, it's you're very correct. Confusing. No way home. I apologize. Hey, man, uh, far from home is still good. I far, love from far from home is home. good, but it is not as no good home. as no way home. I'm sorry. No. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, no way home. I've also only seen once, and it was in a really fun theater. So if I watch it again, maybe it's less good. I'm not saying it's going to be bad, but maybe it's less good. So we'll see. Yeah, yeah. And that's a little side note I'll make before we kind of exit out of this and close out the episode. I saw per, poor um Charlie Cox. Someone asked about like his experience. Like he also snuck into a movie theater audience because he heard how people are going nuts over like everything in the film right and unfortunately he said it was like it was kind of sad because he went into a theater and there wasn't anyone who made a sound when he showed up on screen he should have been at our theater man he would have been he probably showed it to one that was already like past the first week week and a half and just uh, yeah i feel like that'd be so sad it's like finally i'm back in the mcu people are gonna lose their mind i i keep hearing and seeing videos go inside and then, like, all you hear is just nothing. It's it's sad. I mean, it's just, I'm a really good lawyer. You, when you, hindsight, you really not the wanted case. to use that sound. In there. It should be like this, going nuts. <laughs> Woo! Oh, the sound effects. So, anyways, we had some trivia the last few weeks that we should discuss. Yeah, how about we dive into that? So, Devin has been killing it with trivia. He asked the world's worst question one of these days. (laughs) I don't remember what it was, but I remember it being so bad. All right. Okay, I have it pulled up here. 
So from February 15th, I that, asked the yeah, question. Yeah, that's what it is. It was about freaking rubles or something. Rupees. <laughs> so rupees. In, in, in Avengers Infinity War, how many rupees does Wong have before Bruce Banner crashes through the roof of the Sanctum Sanctorum? So when Devin doesn't like something, he goes on a on a uh, little rant, and it always goes the exact same. He goes, he goes, and Avengers Infinity War rupees, and that's what I think of this this question. What on earth? Who cares? What? Like, no. If you, I always say, if you got that right, you either guessed, or you, uh, God, you either guessed or or. You you cheated. You looked it up. Because nobody knows that answer. That is, yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. You cheated. The answer, the correct answer was 200. And the fact that nine, not, I don't want to give numbers okay. away, but nine I, people I, I had the thought said, behind why said 150 and only four got it right at 200. Yeah, I know your thought. It's because he says about a buck and a half, which nobody remembers that either. But no, no, that's not true. Because Okay, I listed it as 100, <laughs> 150, 200, and 250. So I didn't do anything like crazy like You should have. It would have made it easier. 207, 199. No, I made it easy in 50 increments. But Bro, that was the that trick. That makes it harder, that was the man. Trick. That's how I know people were potentially paying attention to it because more people did answer 150. Because he does say the buck and a half. It's in the word, though. You have to notice that he says, I'm asking rupees, not actual dollars, which I originally was going to do, but then I thought rupees was probably a better, more challenging question, which, congratulations to the four people who did answer 200 who understood the assignment, as the kids say on the Tic Tac. Three people, actually, because I answered myself. So yeah. let's give a shout so out. You're, so you're stuffing stats here. Shout out Devin the Stone <laughs> for knowing the answer to your own question. <laughs> oh, I guess. Hey, you answer him too. All yeah, right, but I don't. I don't make the questions, man. You do. I. I mean. I mean. I. Uh, I make the questions. I don't make the answers. Well, I do too. Uh, so underscore underscore uh, Winden. Young sinner six. And then Puffy underscore Tortilla. Congratulations, guys. Shout out to Young Sinner 6, who is an Iron Man 2 apologist. <laughs> I don't know if you saw that. I think we should get him on the show and talk about Iron Man 2, because that has to have that a is, That is her name. Iron Man 2 apologist. Iron Man 2, it's, it's not that bad. Maybe we should do an episode. Oh, my God. We should have done a 2 a, like you know how it just uh, yesterday was Tuesdays. Tuesday. We should have yeah. done a twos episode all on twos. The second like, movies. There's a clear winner who has the best second movie though. All right, so those twos, real quick. That's Iron Man two, Captain America two, Thor two, Spider Man two. I guess technically Avengers two. And then am I missing one? Guardians two. There's four trilogies. Oh yeah, Guardians two. Doctor Strange too. Well, uh, that that are out. Ant Man and the Wasp. Ant Man and the Wasp, yeah. Ooh, ooh. X two, Deadpool two. Uh, no, no, I'm not counting those. I'm talking. 
But they're not canon yet. And X-Men 2. Spider-Man 2. Oh, God. The Amazing Spider-Man 2. I think that's a good episode idea. We should go through and say, like, what was the first, best first origin movie? Then what was the best First? Sequel? First is Guardians of the Galaxy. Sequel is Save Captain it. America. Hey, the man, Winter I'm Soldier. trying to get content here. Save it for later. I'm sorry. Hold your horses. I mean, just off the top of my dome, okay? In Spider-Man Homecoming, what does the nice old Cuban lady buy? <laughs> the... That's so many adjectives that you use. It's because it's literally word for word. He says, yeah, and a nice old Cuban lady bought me uh Buy Spider-Man is a treat for helping her. Was it A, a donut, B, a cannoli, C, a slice of pie, or D, a churro? And the answer, which this was a better question. I, I was appreciate say, no this. No complaint on this question. No, no. No, no complaint. It's a better question. <laughs> how many rupees is a churro? In how pizza? many, how many people <laughs> are gonna buy anyone a slice of pie? Like it was either a donut or a churro because nobody's buying cannolis. They're expensive and delicious. You know, I was really originally gonna do a Del Mar, like the deli, the that he goes to. I was gonna say, what's the name of the deli? Because there's two names if you look at oh the sign. My God, you are the worst. <laughs> Nobody knows the name of the deli that he goes to. Devin, yeah, I couldn't damn. figure it out, so I just, I just, I was like, let's just do the churro. So, shout out. Let's do the shout out. Yeah, fourteen of these to get through. So, eh, even more that you don't know of. Shout out to Illus Will twenty three. Luke two saucy. Jonah underscore Jorgensen underscore. Jeff Duckman. Ooh, that's a name. Nay the wise one. Nay the wise one. It would have taken me a long time to get that. Uh, Kellum, 112. Polo, 71. Marco. O'Campbell Custom. Emily.Sweet.Art. The underscore Super Drews. Underscore Winden. I feel disrespected right now. Codgewills. <laughs> Willblaze.NY. And then also... The true 14 count. Dadarini. Also, Devin posted these on our official TikTok page. So shout out to Spoonderman153, Anonymous111124, not me. <laughs> not, not me, me dot, not. Not Hermione. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And Shark Blaster 9. Oh, oh Shark Blaster 09. Shout what out to those face. guys on, on TikTok. Not me. Not Hermione. Yeah. Oh, God. Good, good, times. good times. How many times can we talk about Harry Potter on a Marvel podcast? What do you think? I mean, I'm not opposed. Hi, welcome to the... Uh... Maybe we have to do... <laughs> Who would the Avengers be <laughs> if he had to cast like another movie universe, right? Who Captain would be the... America is Harry Potter for sure, but we'll save that for another day. Right? Captain America is definitely Harry Potter. I think Dobby's Spider-Man. Why? Dobby is everyone awful. fucking loves Dobby, man. Dobby is awful. I Dobby hate is... Dobby. You hate Dobby? I hate Dobby. I said it. I'm not taking it back. He's just loud, and he gets 
Harry in trouble with Aunt Marge. However, we are doing this. We're not doing this right now. We're already an hour 12. Let's call it. Thank you for joining us here today on Earth 894. We appreciate your love. Give us a follow on Instagram. Give us a follow on TikTok. I'm trying to do more TikTok stuff. I'm not great at it, but it's a thing that I'm trying. So respect that, I guess. Respect the process. Instagram, TikTok, send us emails. Give us love. We love you all. Love us. If you want stickers, let us know. We'll send you stickers. I have an Earth A94 sweater on. I love it. Anything you have to add, Devin? Justin Herdabi. Shout out to my friend Alyssa for this cool Earth A94 sweater. It goes right over my heart. One thing I will add is, uh, once again, we are coming up on an anniversary soon, so we're going to have some fun stuff uh, to announce soon. So we'll work on anniversary. Anniversary. Have a good time. Give us a review, y'all. Share with your friends, y'all. Appreciate it, y'all. Stop, stop, stop yelling, y'all. Bye now. La Estrella Roja Gorda.